0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters with me your host Sarah Troy and my guest today Alison Goldwyn all the way from Germany. We're going to be talking about synchronicity. It's a word that we hear a great deal or synchronository. We're going to be hearing what that word actually means and um, how in sync it is with us in the world and how we need to get in sync with the world. Um, we're going to be looking at the planet, folks. You know, this wonderful place that you live on. We really are, truly and honestly, in heaven already. There isn't anything that this world doesn't provide us. It is everything that is nurturing, everything that is healing, everything that is sustaining. It is absolutely a beautiful planet. And we have to admit, we have to own up, that we have been very, very abusive towards her. This marriage between humans and mama earth has got to come to an end and we need to go to the divorce courts and settle uh, that we're going to start treating her better and that means we've all got to come together we've got to stop some bad habits we've got to start respecting the planet and all that are on it and we have to start looking towards the future not the next 20 years but the next 200 or even 2,000 years it is up to us It's for our children, it's for our grandchildren, and it's something that we have to step up and start owning and start passing the buck on. So, Alison has done just that. We're gonna find out what it is that drove her to take this path. Why is saving the planet so important to her? Why is doing an epic feature television uh, series or program that is going to educate people on the planet so very important to her? And why she thinks it's so very important to you. It is time we step up, folks. It is time that we take ownership of our actions. And that goes in our own lives as well as what we do to the planet. Because it's all vibrational. It all has a ricochet effect. So let's find out. What can we do? What is she doing? And what is she inviting us to do with her? Welcome to the show, Alison.
1: It's wonderful to
0: be here. And I feel
1: very close to you, even though I'm a couple of thousand kilometers away. <laughs> and isn't that the whole idea of a global a global body? Here it's, we all are.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's all good vibrations. All good vibrations. It really is. Yes. And so this is obviously the mm. premises to which that you work on, you know, kind of uniting those beautiful frequencies into a wonderful symphony of harmony. Oh, that's a beautiful way to
1: put it. I certainly I certainly hope so. It's worth trying. And when I was listening just now to your beautiful introduction, something sparked uh, my mind, which was I often think of us and the planet. And I realized we are also the planet. Mm-hmm. We are the planet. We're all of this planet, of this earth, of this planet terra firma. So it it could be a very interesting, but important, subtle shift to start perceiving us as, well, as you said, a kind of a marriage of partners, nature and human nature. And even deeper than a marriage is that we're intrinsically linked, that we are each other. We are one another. So if I bruise the planet I'm bruising myself. If I am disrespectful to the earth, I am disrespectful to myself, the global body, the individual body. Interesting.
0: hundred percent, a hundred percent. If you look at um, a forest, the trees mm-hmm. and their roots are all vibrationally connected. And if you look at us as human beings, you know, what do we do when we ask people to meditate or, you know, relax? You know, it's root yes. yourself, ground yourself, connect with the planet's vibration. Um, you know, I'm yes. a, an astral celestial being. I I come from up there. You know, I, I came here to, to do some work and a little far out for some people, but that's who I am. <laughs> and, you know, kind of rooting on this planet was really, really hard for me because, it was so angry and it had so many and and you know it's, we can see it's changing but there's still there those negative vibrations and this is what's mm. been causing i think you know i call her mama earth to be really pissed off at us and uh, <laughs> yes. you know, and she's reacting and you cannot blame her at all
1: yeah and and this is this is a challenge because we can't blame mama earth and at the same time we cannot blame ourselves, it's very tempting to always strike at ourselves, to mm-hmm. to blame, to criticize, to judge, to heavily judge. And we've done some terrible things as a human species to ourselves as, as humans and to ourselves vis-a-vis the earth. Um, this is very hard for me to say, even for me sometimes to understand the importance of not Staying in blame and judgment energy, but moving, getting past that, because we could continue to condemn ourselves and each other uh, for eons. If if the planet will even let us spend that much more time blaming, but we could better use our energy to direct it towards um, regeneration and uh, and and really holding deeply. Uh, a consideration for who we are rather than pointing the finger because the, you know the finger pointing inevitably comes back towards ourselves and we really do keep damning ourselves Uh, ad infinitum for every little and every big thing. Nations are pointing the finger at each other. Um, Leaders are pointing the finger at each other. The, The citizens within those nations are pointing the finger at their leaders and each other. And right on down to your neighbor, your spouse, yourself. We have to learn to start accepting our self and you know we were we were going to talk a little bit I think today also about the, the idea of a global identity crisis mm-hmm yeah <laughs> I and that tell
0: stem from self you know the yeah. uh, dysfunction in our own lives you know comes from mm-hmm. our reaction to life and it you know if it is as you said always the finger pointing and mm-hmm. never coming back and, and it's not being self-critical with you but it's being self-aware you know if, yes. I, if I'm getting this back if I've got anger around me what am I projecting and maybe if I let go of my own anger, I'll be more invitational, of more peaceful interaction. And, you know, it, I don't <laughs> think people realize this. What goes on within us is the vibration that goes on within the planet. And by raising our own vibrations into, into goodwill, into uh, self-love, into the love of each other, we're raising that vibration around the planet which makes things go, uh, grow and heal as opposed to kind of crack up. Which Absolutely. is what we're seeing now.
1: Absolutely, and this is a very important point that you're bringing up that I I like to talk about from time to time. This idea of um, it's the the issue of anger and the I I'll call it our dark side, our dark nature, because sure the the. The goal, the aim, the hope, the wish is to reconnect or remember the really loving, vibrational self that we all are. But to get to that point, uh, I think we, we jump over um, a very important lily pad, if you will, uh, because there is a lot of anger. A storehouse of anger Mm. that has been built up, as you, I'm sure you would agree, over the eons. Uh, This is a traumatized planet. Uh, We're a a a species born uh, of a kind of a traumatic birth, and all of that rage and anger and energy, volatility, it does dwell within us, and it is all the peace efforts. In the world and the peace initiatives that are out there and that have been out there are so beautiful and important. But there isn't enough of a voice about first honoring where we are right now. Right now, we are a pissed off global body, mm-hmm. like you say. <laughs> a lot of angry people out there in the world, in our in our neighborhoods, in ourselves. We can't jump from that point to peace and loving everybody, including ourselves. It's it's just uh, it just doesn't work like that. You can't ask the baby to suddenly drive a Ferrari. It's but a we've got in
0: process, but we've got to be willing to do I the just, work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the work is messy. I mean yes. to, to first honor one's anger, one's frustration, one's naughty, bad, dark side
0: is not a very
1: pretty picture. Yeah. yeah.
0: Why are we so afraid to do that? Uh, fear itself. You know, we're brought mm-hmm. up with that, aren't we? We're instilled in it to be afraid. Don't do that. Oh, don't, mm-hmm. oh you don't want to do that. And it's like, oh, you know, and we live in that trauma mode all the time of fear, you know, and, and it mm-hmm. cripples people from embracing their creativity and their possibilities. Um, but it also, I think, you know, um, cripples people in, in their own soul and, and heart and spirit development um, because it's fall in line or else. And you yes. know, we've been such a sheeple society. And, you know, we're, we can see right now with what's going on in the world, such a divide between the controlling factors still trying to control
1: mm. and
0: herd everybody into one thought. And even in some cases go so far backwards that it's going to set people back a couple of centuries. And also yeah. those that are, are, are liberating those souls and spirits to have their own voice, to step out of their own fear to be mm. a part of the solution. Mm. And, you know, I mean, we're really seeing this right now, not only on the political front, but we're seeing it with so many people stepping up into their own leadership um, and being that inspiration and invitation for others. So it is happening, but it, the shift at the present moment is a little bit rather like an earthquake going on. It is. It is indeed. It's like two
1: tectonic plates rubbing up against each other, the old paradigm and the new one. And this is what, this is what the birth process is. Mm-hmm. When, when you see those little buds uh, bursting through cement in the city streets of the world, wow, that little bud went through some mighty, yes. <laughs> mighty birth pangs to get there, right? <laughs> yes. So it's, it's almost like we're doing the same thing. And I, I do think that we, um, we have learned... Uh, to use fear as our base camp, uh, fear because we're afraid of the unknown. I mean, since time immemorial, we we look to religion or mm-hmm. um, or leaders or Big Brother, whatever you want to call it, our, our um, celebrities, anything to to be our parent figure, our wise wisdom keeper to guide us, because we really are afraid of what we don't understand. So control has become, I think, the uh, the safety valve for all of us or mo- most of us anyway. And even when we know that we're in a situation that is destructive or unhealthy or dissatisfying, most of us will opt to stay in the old because it's familiar rather than to risk the new and unfamiliar, which Probably, probably will be something better, but we don't want to find out. We're we're afraid not to have our control. Yeah, we, I think it's a very human thing. Condition, but, <laughs> condition. <laughs> yes, a condition. <laughs> we yeah, need to change I, that condition. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> I, I, I've been in those situations in my life, yes. and I really paid attention. I couldn't believe, at moments in my life, that I would consciously imagine, consciously choose that which was unpleasant uh, and so neurotic and destructive, knowing full well that I might have have an easier time if I chose the unknown. I've done that.
0: Yes, um, and, and we do, and it's, it's like you yeah. know, there's one side of the you know the brain is is you know the. The, um, the computer, and of course the you know, the programming is the, is the mind, and it's like, well, in you know, a mind you're far more intelligent than that. But it, I always say <laughs> it's because they're not bringing into the conversation the soul, heart, and spirit. And if mm. you're going to just stay in the mind, then you're going to be regurgitating information all the time, over and over and over again, and there's no connection to it. There's no heart in it, there's no spirit in it, and there's, there's no soul intellect. Um, and you have Absolutely. to bring those into the conversation in order to actually have the, the full equation of what, what is needed to be done. That is so true. You know, it's funny, but um,
1: when you think about a life, I think I had mentioned this to you once um, a few days ago, but we are born without a conscious choice or a user manual mm-hmm. which in and, in and of itself is is really a phenomenon when you think about it. Uh, th- in other words there are two births in m- in my view there are two births in this life. One is the the sure thing w- which we all uh, experience when we're born without this conscious choice or a user manual and then we are sort of uh, freewheeling through the rest of our lives, hoping that we've had great parenting or great mentoring or both, uh, but most of most of us haven't. But the second birth is a conscious birth. It's a it's a birth that we can choose during our lifetime, but that we rarely choose because it is because we prefer the safety of the unknown. Like we were saying. But this conscious birth, it seems that it's starting to – there are tremors, as you're saying, going on around the world now. We're starting to feel it, blessedly. Um, and one will hope that that, uh, that second birth, that conscious birth, is, is something that we can at least become part of a community and help each other, midwife each other, in little tiny moments in a, in a given day, midwife others or ourselves. It's, well, it's,
0: we're seeing it done. I mean, even yeah. in shows like this, you know, we're we're part of that seeding, part of that watering, you know, helping people to understand yes. what they need to do, um, you know, how to do it. You know, we can't do it for them, but what we can do is shed light on what's worked for us or what works for others or different avenues of what to do to step out of that fear, take off that coat of the past. And (coughs) step into you know their beautiful, divine, meaningful purpose, Um, and it and it takes a little courage to step out of the Mm. unknown. And you know you you're um you know um, have studied psychology, music, and performing Mm. arts. And you know when you think about it, psychology and performing arts, especially with music, um, Mm. is it's all therapy. Music is therapy. It is a wonderful way to to uplift that, that soul and that heart and that spirit. It's a wonderful way to express oneself. You know, it, people get invited by the music to feel. Yes. And I think this is why people are so hungry for music and why music is so prevalent in the world. It's because it tells our story. It releases us, you know, and it invites us. And what do we yes. love? We love the love story.
1: Mm, that's beautifully put. Yes, that's so true. We're, we're so in our minds. I, sometimes I think with our event synchronicity, uh, making history in synchronicity, that it's the idea is almost to go out of our minds to get into our hearts. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This treadmill. This, and we know that, that uh, syndrome very well. Yes. This treadmill. We have never... We've never even jumped off the treadmill for just a moment, just a conscious moment to say, all right, everybody, we're just gonna take five uh, five, five proverbial minutes of our <laughs> endless uh, lifespan or seemingly endless lifespan to just see where who we are just to, to get our bearings. I don't think we even have our bearings anymore. The compass is way off course. So
0: I I don't think we even know where we're going. I mean, that's the thing is, we used to live such a conditioned, linear life. Mm -hmm. You you know, you were born, you lived, you died. And, you know, it's a, a, and your life was just so methodical. And, and there wasn't much creativity. And it was, well, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you. And, (laughs) and uh, no, I mean, that's how, for so many centuries, there really wasn't much growth. And then look at what's happened in the last century. Over a hundred years of how much growth we've had,
1: yes. you know not
0: just with technology but with uh, with our communicational skills with uh, you know it's gone the other way you know it the pendulum mm-hmm. swung too far um, mm-hmm. but you know now I think we're kind of getting back I, I've interviewed a lot of people in their uh, late teens and early twenties, and I tell you yes. these millennia kids are are just lifting me up in hope because they've stepped out into into that conscious um social um um I'm losing the word here you know, commitment ah, commitment yeah. to to bringing about a better way to live for people and it's beautiful to see
1: it is it's very inspiring it's it's very dynamic time that we're in and it, it's an ironic time that we're in when you think that um the very medium that uh connects us with technology also disconnects us, but now it, it seems to come back and and reconnect us. It's it's a weaving in and out. I guess we're we're feeling our way, we're finding mm. our way on this new footpath but the millennials are are extraordinary and you know i just because i am not a millennial i wish i was sarah but i'm not i'm a granule let's go coin that term quickly <laughs> i i just then speaking on behalf of the 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 granules. Well, you're not even a granule. You're not even from this realm, as you said. Yes, so you exactly. don't count.
0: You, you <laughs> count in another way. I'm a freak, yes. All <laughs> right. <laughs> but for those
1: for those of, of us who are, and there are a lot of us who are, are sort of caught in the time warp, uh, the the transitional warp. Let's put it that way. I just want to say you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. And if you're afraid, okay, be afraid, but just know you're not alone. There's This is such a learning curve. And there's the, we were talking earlier about these tectonic plates uh, that are rubbing against each other. There are very real issues uh, that you see playing out uh, right now in a very, very strong way here in, in Europe with the... Um, refugee crisis, Mm -hmm. which plays into the idea of um, an identity crisis. Who am I? Who is the EU? And who is my nation? And who am I in relation to this common body and this nationalistic body and this individual uh, body within which I live? And I want to say that there is really room. It is not a paradox. We've been taught to believe that Community and individuality are paradoxes. They are not. They mm-hmm. coexist. They coexist within the world, and very most importantly, they coexist within ourselves. But because there is such an alienation from self, and at least in the Western countries, uh, cultures, we have not been oriented or encouraged to delve into the marriage, the inner marriage. Uh, we're split. We're cut off. We're we're feeling our separation. So I want to re um, I want to emphasize again. Don't be worried about losing your identity. People out there that are worried about that. There is room for your individuality, your precious, beautiful, specific, and unique self. And there is room for the the greater whole. There is a species called flower within which there are so many varieties. There is a species called human nature within which there are so many varieties. It's so important. I really want to stress that, because people feel, Sarah. I, I when I talk to people, I, I think I, I feel sometimes their struggle, even my own, about this melding and merging into a kind of colossal community, where one's individuality—the fear is—get blurred. And mm-hmm. who who am I? And where will my uniqueness be visible? It, certainly, the most important place is to make that uniqueness visible to yourself. Yes, that's the starting point. Well, but when
0: you look at a beautiful garden, it's made up of a whole load of individual flowers. And if Mm. you hold on to the beauty of your individuality and you bring it to the garden in harmony to create a beautiful canvas, you know, that is what it's all about. It isn't about, you know, people talk about oneness and they think it's about (laughs) giving up of themselves and just becoming part of the collective Borg. You know, if you've thought Star Trek, the Borg, where everybody (laughs) gets assimilated into one. It's not about that. It's about you being whole and abundant and beautiful and in full bloom. And bringing yourself to the garden to enhance the beauty of that garden, to co- contribute to the beauty of that garden, um, to let your seeds of abundance grow. And it's, you know, if, if we step into the best we can be and live our lives in, in, in a meaningful purpose, in, in something that is so impassioned and so beautiful, we actually are really, you know, part of not just of the beauty of the garden, but the seeding and the feeding of the soil and raising of that vibration. And it's... They really you know I say it all the time by raising our frequency, raising our vibration, we are healing the planet, and it it really comes down to it is the more that we are, the more we make this world be
1: absolutely i I just think that's such an imperative message i hope I hope your listeners, by the way, I want to say hello to all your listeners, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for for letting. Letting um, me share and letting us share, because even if your listeners are not speaking or responding, there's an energetic uh,
0: conversation going on. Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's beautiful what you're saying uh, about our uniqueness and our, our commonality. So important.
0: I mean, bottom line is we all want the same. We want to know our lives count, that we've got something to contribute. We want to be able to love. We want to love. We want to be able to smile and share the exuberances of life and when there's times of sadness that we can feel the arms of love and care of other people around us that's purely what the planet wants too it wants to be loved and nurtured and um, you look at plants mm. in an apartment with, with somebody that lives in exuberance those plants are in full bloom you know yes. and and it's the same thing with our planet if if we're having areas that are dying, it is because we're not feeding it vibration and we're not feeding it love. And I think, you know, the Pope, I've heard to him a great deal, mm. um, you know, said, I don't care what faith you are as long as it's based in love and kindness. And I think if you look at the root of everything that stems inside of us, that love and kindness has to be the seed that causes everything to grow.
1: Oh, this is so beautiful and so true. Now, here's my question. How do we explain that or how do we impress upon that to the the billions that are living marginally i mean just moment to moment or are in war-torn regions where all they've seen or known Mm -hmm. has been the devastation the ravages and the worst of humanity how does this message how does this message relate to them how can we help it to relate to them and that
0: that, that's, a, that's a, a real challenge. Uh, they have to believe, I mean, there would have been mass suicide if everybody thought that there wasn't hope for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look yes. at it as humanity, I mean, the wars that we've been through just in the last hundred years, um, the wars that have been done in the name of religion, power and greed and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, opulence, and, you know, it is... It's coming to a crescendo right now. This is, you know, the plate shift going on right now, where the people of the world and the planet are standing up and saying, enough is enough. We're not going to take this Mm -hmm. anymore. And you're seeing the ivory towers and, uh, you know, the powers that be. And this is, you know, where we can really thank the Internet because it gets things around the world so fast. And even places that don't really have much, the Tom toms are getting out there. The message is getting out there. And if they believe that there is hope tomorrow, that tomorrow there's going to be somebody that will turn the tide, that's the reason why they get up and face it every day. But we have so many walking dead in this world.
1: Yes. And it's because,
0: you know, that there is no life within them because there's no life around them. And it is up to us, for those that are alive with our vibrations, is to send out that loving care to them and believe that that loving care... Will vibrationally reach them
1: very important this is this is really true and again it's a it, sometimes I think the word unity is like the word air or the idea of air you can't necessarily see it or touch it or hold it yet it's always there and we're we're experiencing its effects um, and i I think for example, with Synchronistry, this global television event, if we could uh, glimpse glimpse our global self in the macro mirror for one time, like we've never done, within which we see also the larger and the smaller, the micro uh, micro endeavors and initiatives and and. All kinds of things going on in society, large and small, that are already operative, it could become perhaps alluring and even illuminating. You know, I, I think sometimes, wow, if we could take a global selfie, because we're not aware of our, <laughs> yes. our collective or our individual self, and, you know, it's like a bunch of limbs and organs and cells of a global body that aren't aware of its own form or perhaps even existence. A global selfie could be an interesting uh, experience and, um, and something that harnesses all, all of these concepts and ideas and truths uh, vibrationally, as well as in, as I say, endeavors that are all, all burgeoning uh, across the world in something really definitive, um we, 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 we know um, that story connects
0: us yeah right and it transcends language it transcends mm-hmm. traditions we also know that when we see other countries in their worlds in what's going on and how people are, are, are celebrating or not celebrating it educates us and you know what what we learn from all of these things all these you know and so many people have done different movies on particular topics nobody's done as you said a global selfie where we've looked at everybody but when you when you go down to it it goes back to that common denominator we all want to know love and kindness we all want that security of a home where we can raise our children we you know we all want to have a community that we feel that we're safe in and that we love and that we all share you know it is it's going back to the village mentality and that village was only as strong as it was united. And, you mm-hmm. know, we need to bring all those villages back into the collective. And it's not about one big hole, but it is about a thread, a woven blanket. And this, is, a, and this is what we're needing to do in, in the world. And, and it is wonderful to see people stepping up, you know, and doing it, because I commend you on that.
1: Thank and you. this
0: is a way of people actually being able to see what is going on and how much they are a part of that bigger picture. It's not that you're a speck, a piece of grain, you know, a right. sand grain. There would be no beach without a grain of sand. Yes, indeed. And, you know, in in the word s-
1: special is the word speck. Now, yeah. I think that <laughs> the, this word special and speck, they are opposite of halves of the same coin because the need... For feeling special, I think uh, stems from the feeling that one is just a speck, and there's a balancing out, a healthy balancing out that um, could could really come into play. Is coming into play, I hope, but is a is a tough one because right now we are in uh, we're knee deep in the media um, bling and media mode. This this is like a driving. Engine, It's voracious. So, I, I mean, Sarah, do you think that we have to, uh, that we can slowly jump off the merry go round Or you think it's got to uh, jolt us? Or do well, you think- I, think... I
0: think it's, you know, like... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a, over here in North America, so I can't speak to what's going on in Europe. Yes. But here in North America, there's the political thing going on right now. Um, you've got the yes. Donald Trumps of the world, which, you know, is... Let, let's not, he's just a big fat bully um, and, and he's <laughs> crass and he's you know, a mm. disgraceful human being and you've got people following him and nobody can understand why um, then you've got those <coughs> religious leaders that want the women to go back to being barefoot and pregnant you know, at the kitchen sink <laughs> uh, and then you've got this little Jewish guy who gets on with Muslim, Christian, black white, pink, yellow polka dot uh, <coughs> whose entire campaign has been supported by no more than 34 bucks a person as it averages out, and has more following and more youthful following, mm-hmm. more young people following him than ever, ever in history. And because he's standing up saying, I'm not looking to be president and lord over you. I'm looking to work with you. <clears throat> you know, when I become yes. president, you're working with me to make these changes. We're going to stop this bullying. We're going to stop this disgrace. And this movement is something, and it's a movement. It's a revolutionary movement going on. And this is, he is, when you look at, we had to have yes. them, we had to have the extremes because people are looking at Donald and, and originally were laughing. And now they're going, oh my God, this is scary. Yes,
1: it's, it's here's our dark side. Exactly. Here it is. Yes. So if people don't understand why his voice is so strong, in fact, that's precisely why because it's a voice that has been building up like a pressure cooker. Yeah. You know, uh, some some it, the earth would call it a, a build up for a volcano or an earthquake, but in the human sense, it's the rise of the all of this repressed anger and frustration and sense of futility. So, yeah, he's addressing that very real voice also yeah, and but but, Sarah, yes, it's it's very true, what you're saying about Bernie. And I think the frustration is the frustration is the frustration. Mm-hmm. but it's how people are going to choose to navigate the this channel of frustration for the time being. And we can channel it through a Trump, through a Bernie, through a Hillary, through X, y, Z, but channel it, we have to, and hopefully constructively this time. Because we've seen over history how when it goes unchanneled or uh, when the super ego channels it for us, uh, it turns far worse than all they the repression. It the,
0: they call it the super pack over here. I think mean, it's the super, the super ego pack. pack ego oh. pack. So, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say <laughs> that in German.
0: Let's <laughs> <say>. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, you know, really what we have to actually understand, you can have self-pride. And self-accomplishment to be very proud of your accomplishments but there is that fine line between that ego mm. you know there's the ego pride i'm going to represent myself and own wholly who i am and hold mm. myself accountable and there's that ego where i think i am more than i am yes. and you know and what we're seeing right now is of course the extreme of the ego you know i don't know if you know of the cadassians um over yes. in germany but you know <laughs> in entire... i think she went to the
1: vienna uh, the vienna um ball the um the opera ball I think I saw a photo of her. She was in Vienna this past month or a month and a half ago. So, yes,
0: I'm familiar. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's, it's again, they're, they're, I mean, she put out a book of selfies, for God's sake. You know, oh. it, it is it's all about self, self, self. But it's, mm. you know, people like to watch kind of train wrecks or, you know, other people's mm. lives. I mean, their lives are so far um, unreal in their mm. reality life that it's, um, you know, they're, they're that sideshow. But what it is also making people so hungry for is like, that's all very well. I've had my laugh, Um, you know, uh, uh, now what about my today's and my tomorrow's? And, you know, what's what are the answers? Give me the answers. How can we fix this? And this is what you're seeing more and more of people asking. And then when you've got a movement going on with going, these are the answers, but we can't do it alone, you know, then people are realizing there is not about power. It's about empowerment, absolutely. Inviting Boy, people to be a part of the equation and not dictating to them.
1: Yes, yes. This is this is a radical term and it's timely. And uh, the idea of uh, the idea of empowerment, which I I also um, fuse with the idea of self worth, is mm-hmm. it, it's just. So valuable. It's so precious. We just have put priorities on the wrong, the wrong things. We've emphasized the wrong things for too long. I think so forth in my mind is like, a, I don't know, a stunning constellation, maybe on the outer edges of the universe, but it is not visible to the naked eye. Because it doesn't have the bling of the eye things, of the next thing, of the other thing, of the buttons, of the gadgets, mm-hmm. of all these things. And we are oriented towards all of those bling things. But self-worth, when it's culled, quietly and steadily, it does, it does provide a, a kind of a haven, a refuge, and a beautiful garden, internal garden, from which life on the outside, also begins to flow a little bit more gently and lovingly and caringly. Um, this is why uh, uh, this kind of a television event, which really is humongous. I mean, I, I I know people are going to say, and they have said, "What are you crazy? This is not possible. We've never we've never done something like this before." And I I inevitably say. Yeah, Good. it's huge. It's to be Good. Done. Yes, <laughs> once upon a time there was never the Olympics. Exactly. <laughs> once upon a time there was never the space program. Uh-huh. Once upon a time, uh, well, I was going to say once upon a time there was never war. But I can tell you one thing: the costs for war, the space program, and um, perhaps the Olympics are are a lot more expensive in their way than an event like this. And the expense of a global television event that celebrates us all is so timely that the costs the actual financial costs that have to be put forth to launch a seven year television event like this will pale in comparison to the short sure, the the wonderful um uh, visibility for for corporate and all of the, those aspects of doing big business but they'll reverberate into the ether into the global psyche and a healthy and happy and motivated world and society is productive and creative and innovative and it doesn't diminish business and, and corporate um, profits. It perhaps enhances it exponentially because now you've got people that want to produce for you and want to do it even more creatively and innovatively than you, the corporation, ever
0: even imagined possible. This is it, what I'd like to inspire. It's also an invitation to them to step up to be a part of the solution
1: yes good point also you
0: know Mm. it's it's not just about them supporting it's about them um changing their ways in order to you know to to become part of that solution of what is needed to be done i mean um we um um LinkedIn just just sent me a thing of congratulations your 10 year anniversary and I go my god what, what, what? and it was it was uh, an electric motor engine that I got involved with 10 years ago which is still very much a part it's, it's taken a journey mm-hmm. all on its own but mm. you know it was an electric engine that we put out that everybody said couldn't be done can't be done. The mathematics won't let it be done. It, and, and then it was once we proved concept and is, oh my God, this can do this, that, etc. you know, uh-huh. and it could be a part of that equation of changing the world. And then 2008 and eight and nine crashed and, uh, and mm-hmm. it was a real h- lesson in human mankind of ego and greed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, and of course it ended up, you know, where I became bankrupt and homeless and it went on the shelf and we took another journey. Um, so it's still oh. sitting there waiting for, it for its day because it's still timeless. But when we come down to it, we have to look at the synchronicity of time and events and need. And we're in that time right now where we need this. We need yeah. the synchronosatory that is going to unite us in understanding the needs of this planet and every living thing on it. Absolutely, Sarah, and I'm, I'm,
1: I'm laughing, can you hear me laughing, because it's so charming the way you are, if this word is becoming a Rorschach test, how many people find how many different ways to pronounce the word? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I'm sorry, and, and I, I, I for have
0: someone like me. <laughs> no,
1: not at all, you can't imagine, and it's such a lesson for me, because for me, it was, okay making history in synchronicity synchronistory but it's not that easy and it's a new word that doesn't exist so now i just call it sync <laughs> <laughs> We've just reduced the whole bloody thing to one syllable. In sync, yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's get
0: synced. Sync big, however many maze have People talking, though, you know, uh, even if people are saying it all differently, it's like, how do you say it? How do you pronounce it? It means (laughs) people are talking about it, so that's good, you know, and then uh, you're asking people to get in sync with each other, to get you know, to to unite, um, to step up, and this is the thing, too, is if you're finding it very very hard to place Mm -hmm. value upon your Self and find that self-love within you. Then belong to something that is about love for something else. Planet, people on this planet, and you will learn to love yourself. You bet. I mean,
1: we see, and I will not name names, but we see these very, very high profile, very high profile uh, radical organizations that are recruiting right now. Uh, and I'm also always fascinated that the recruitment methods, which almost take on a bit of a Hollywood flair now using the internet, uh, don't seem to have a counterpoint. And it's it's all about a sense of belonging. It's just how far the pendulum will swing to one extreme or the other. I'm making it very simplistic. I know that these issues are far more complex than what I'm saying. But yes, there is room for a big fat jumbo uh get on the bandwagon event that showcases all of our cultures all of them uh, in their uniqueness their individuality as part of the the global mosaic and i hope that it's time but you know if i shouldn't say if i say when this event eventually happens it's going to happen because of something much more than the the logic of it, because it's so big and it's so unique. This has never been done before. So I believe that, uh, call it energy or divine intervention or some mm-hmm. other alchemy will, I believe, be stepping in to the fray, working with business, corporate, philanthropic, uh, media, celebrity, the arts, uh, education, science, spirituality. Well, I, you know,
0: I, you've hit on education there, and you know, I look at this as <laughs> this. Um, I travelled, oh gosh, I think about thirty something countries, um, and wow. and and it's you know something I did kind of more in my youth, and and it was wonderful. I, I mean, I just loved it. You know, I call it the smoker's board of life. <laughs> uh, and, you know, oh. a, a flavor of this, a flavor of that, and, and meeting the people. You know, that they're, they're the. The, those beautiful spice of life that makes life so interesting, and yes. um, you know, I I ended up. Uh, I'm British, lived in South Africa, now live in Canada. I ended up marrying a Chinese guy, um, wow. and uh, um, you well. know, it didn't work. But we have three beautiful children, and um, you know, the whole point is, is if we stop looking at people. You know, uh, uh, what color, race, sex, or anything else they are, and we start looking at people's heart, minds, and souls, and the character of what they are. We realize mm. that's really what the, the the true heart of of life is. And when we start embracing those beautiful cultures in in countries and understand how they came to be, why they're still there, what they're seeding for the future, it mm. becomes an amazing geography lesson for the world. And yes. how many people can get out there and travel, because it's got more and more expensive. How many schools are even teaching geography? And you know yes. how many people teach about other cultures? They, d- they teach how to hate, but they don't teach how to embrace and love. And a show like this that yeah. could go on in the schools as an education on what is going on on this beautiful planet and how we're all in it for the same reason becomes something that helps to unite us and defuse that segregation that builds you know, fear, hate, and 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 um, a need for power. Absolutely, so well said.
1: To diffuse and then to redefine, because as as you say, you know, our history books and our classrooms uh, teach us a very limited history, not necessarily a, an entirely accurate one. So the idea of doing a kick-ass high-concept, showbiz, televised event that suddenly spins history on its axis and gets very funky, hip, wonderfully culturally diverse. It's so engaging. It's not sitting passively in a, in a classroom being spoken to by a teacher in a, a certain format. It's suddenly injecting, infusing a kind of boundless energy and An aura. invitation
0: of conversation.
1: You bet. Yes. Yes, indeed. And now,
0: now the teacher's yes. got something to which you can teach from.
1: Yes, right? really. And, and the kids are motivated because they're not passive. They're, they're engaged. There's something that's speaking to them. Hopefully, in this televised event, there's something that's speaking to a little bit of everybody. It's a real smorgasbord, um, as well as speaking to our collective soul. My God, I hope so. The so, soul. I mean,
0: you know, Discovery Channel is something that comes up to mind where, you know, that this type of thing would be beautiful on. So, yes, and know, National Geographic yes, also yeah. absolutely. <coughs> And you might get somebody like Amazon behind them, you know, yes. independent, somebody like that. Um, and so you're saying about seven years. So are you looking at, you know, this becoming something that it's going to take seven years to do, to compile and put together?
1: No. The idea is that the television program itself should not be a one-time event. It should be a seven-year event f- so that it honors one continent per year with a, a live televised three-hour program exclusively within that continent and culminating in the seventh year grand finale, which will be the same uh, um, uh prototype, uh, that's not the word, the same template, mm-hmm. a televised template, uh, which will be broadcast live simultaneously on all of the seven continents, so that we're first doing a continent-by-continent broadcast, highlighting the, the features, the best of, within that continent, and all the cultures within that continent, culminating in the seventh-year grand finale, pooling all of the, these cultures from the continents into one macro uh, television program. If you think of the Olympics opening ceremonies, mm. three hour spectacle, imagine that, uh, but multiplied by everybody and with its own particular kind of uh, music, fashion, history, and lots of other surprises involving celebrities and various um, walks of of life and the locals it's it's going to be something i can't really explain the details of it but we have the program content and the idea of having a seven-year is because number one to, to do something this massive and build that kind of buzz which is almost like reinventing the millennium remember a few years before the millennium that electricity started to filter through the air Uh, We need to sustain that because this this is a very critical time in our history and a one-time deal is not going to do it. We need to talk about sustainability. We need a sustainable television show that rocks from day one, ongoing for seven years. So we're reinforcing the best of the ideology behind synchronistry over and over again. By the seventh year grand finale, presumably we'll be so jazzed by our own creativity and our own capability, we may invent new programming that tops this.
0: Exactly. Who knows? There is yeah. a wonderful uh, way of things that are going on, which I'm seeing on the internet, is that you'll take a particular song, and like there was Mervyn Gay, what's going on, and yeah. a musician, or a couple of singers would sing it, and then there are different people around the world playing instruments and joining in and yeah. that synchronicity of what you know everybody being a part of that song with their own instrument or their in you know, their own singing their own background and it's beautiful to see absolutely yes. beautiful to see because again it's marrying those different cultures and it's you know showing the world we are one i don't care if if, if you're you know from germany England, canada u.s or whatever that is you know where where we're living right now. This is the culture that we've immersed ourselves in right now. But we need to be looking at as as a whole, as a, as a global culture. You bet. That's exactly that that
1: is a wonderful example also of the song. And and we posted also a song on uh our website um Pharrell Williams, Happy. Yes. The song went so viral and we actually posted I think there were about a thousand eight hundred individual videos <laughs> that were spawned just by people in their particular parts of the world doing their mm-hmm. version and it's it, it brought tears to my eyes I think it just it's a leveler yeah, it, and again it, it we're just, going
0: back to music uniting and we know it, it does You know, the, the arts aren't there just to entertain us, they're there to educate us and invite us and speak to us and heal us, uh, they give us the answers, they show us the problem you know, the, you, you know I'm I yes. Just I love the storytelling. I mean, you know, I love books, um, and mm. uh, and and I love kind of when you take that journey of that story, of seeing yourself in it, seeing your own life in it. Or what if I was in that life? How would I react? And it becomes integrational. And so any storytelling has to be invitational, so you can integrate yourself into that story, and it becomes a part of your life. And that's a good story when it invites people to do that.
1: Isn't it? Absolutely. In fact, the the title of our, uh, the working title of our television show is called Think Big, The Story of Us. Ah, nice. The story of us. Yes. Of all of us. Yes. Finally, we get our own story all together. And, and we rewrite we, we a little bit of the story, too.
0: And, you know, the thing is, You know, we constantly see, you know, movies and everything about we've destroyed the Earth and we've had to go and live on some other planet or (laughs) living on spaceships and things like that. And I think, you know, if you put all that energy into saving the planet, you know, you would be exploring other planets to to unite and collaborate and to explore. But but it wouldn't be that you're looking for a new home. What makes you think that you're going to look after that any better? (laughs) I had exactly the same conversation with somebody
1: a few weeks ago. There's a very interesting—I don't know if it's still in the in the works. It was a, a slated reality show called Mars One, and I think it was about colony of people, actual human beings that are going to colonize Mars, and they're going to be the first thirty humans to build a life there and and have babies and and so forth. And sure, it's wonderful television, very compelling. And there is that question of, wow, how far can we run? We can run, Ooh. but we can't hide. So we'll yes. reinvent ourselves on another planet and duplicate perhaps all of the... Same the... destruction. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a heck of an interesting Rorschach <laughs> <workshop laughs> test, isn't it? Yeah. How many planets do we go to before we finally... I'm not saying don't explore these other yes, realms. Yes, don't explore, but I, don't
0: explore but... because you've screwed up your own country, your own world, right. you know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't explore. It's the, by same, the It's the same yes. thing when people go from you know marriage to marriage, a relationship to relationship. Is that until yes. you heal what the root of the problem is, you're going to just be repeating this in a in a different form. One. You know, at each time, and it Indeed. really comes down to this. What I said at the top of the hour: we have to be accountable for our own choices in our life, our own integration into our own lives, so that that um, participation into the community and and uh, and planet. It really we are the entire solution, and we need to start with ourselves, so that we can step up and be a part of the equation. That's the healing of the planet. Now, if everybody did imagine if everybody stepped up to find their meaningful purpose to live in their joy and their love of life and to live in love and kindness Mm. it's simplistic it's ideological yes but it's achievable and it's actually necessary in order to heal this planet
1: it really is and I want to add something that uh, perhaps will will be of some help. I don't know, but so often uh, we talk, um, we, meaning all of us, talk kind of generically about having to develop a relationship with ourself, love ourself. okay. I would like to say, if you cannot love yourself, if that right now is too tall on order because the word love has been so as you know distorted and yeah. mutated and so forth, try this. Just try to recognize that you exist. Whatever moment of the day when you take a split second just to be aware that you are in this thing called a body, which is really like a multinational corporation in which billions of diverse elements are contributing their particular skill or role toward the functioning of your whole. Just take a moment. You don't even have to like yourself. Just take a split second to recognize your own existence. And then if you feel like even holding that moment with a a morsel of affection, just for the appreciation that that's possible, how nice. That's a little seed, and it's a little way to come back to you and to start cultivating a little relationship called inner marriage hmm yeah it's because we don't know how we this is you know we talk about this but a person might say well what does it mean or how do i get in touch with myself or, or what if i don't even like myself well then just start by acknowledging that you exist
0: yeah and you know that's why i say also step up and, and participate in something you know the one thing i've seen so much today is the animal kingdom is showing us our humanity um, mm. We're seeing animals that should, m- should be enemies, that should kill each other on sight, you know, <laughs> curling up and playing with each other. Yes! Uh, you know, we're seeing animals uh, w- have such kindness and love towards all living things. And they've become the teachers. Um, our children, look at our children, our beautiful indigo children that are so smart and so talented and so worldly, so young. And mm. it's like it's kind of associate, associate with people that inspire you and whether it's you know making friends with the cat and the dog next door um, (laughs) or you know joining something where you know you maybe don't want to talk to humans go and start with the animals uh, yes or kids you know go and do something that's going to touch your heart because that flame in your heart will start to grow and you'll start to reach out in trust Mm. and love and start embracing everything
1: that is so true nature nature it doesn't require anything. It just is, and it's yeah. such a profound lesson for, for us to, to get in touch with our human nature and our relationship. Oh, God. I'm inspired, even <laughs> though I'm not putting pressure on myself, Sarah, but I have to say that, yeah, I'm
0: inspired talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. I like my, my dear too. And I love this idea of, you know, we know, we know that it works. You know, I mean, let's yeah. just step back. Uh, do you remember the pager? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. <laughs> That wasn't so long ago. i really going back in time now. To yeah, the we are there, the back to the time, time <laughs> vault and then those phones that look like, you know, uh, bricks, uh, mobile <laughs> phones. And, uh, you know, and then now you're looking at people with, with their entire computer on a wristwatch. Um, You know, we have come so far, so fast, and and yes, it threw people completely the other way in the swing, where Mm. they became so completely fixated with with the technology, and you're seeing people texting each other all sitting at the same table. But there is that hunger and that need for humans to connect. And so, you know, eventually it gets up to looking up and go, oh, you're here, I may as well talk to you, you know, and... And uh, you know, I think they it, it was seeing that coming back, you know that swinging back, and then all of a sudden them discovering a voice. Now the internet is absolutely brilliant, is there crap on it? Yes, there is, but there's also such windows of insight and opportunity and history and forward thinking and innovation and creativity and and the sharing of stories of people that have accomplished and overcome and who share the house it it is Uh, We have over 1,400 shows here on this station of people who have taken the journey. And and they've come on air to share their journey, to inspire other people to take their own. Mm. We have really no excuse today to hide and say we don't know. The knowledge is all around us. Really what we should be saying now is how can I help?
1: Yes, it's very important. And the it is all around us. And there's a, a dynamic that is also at play, which is maybe you could address this. Um, with this plethora of information and opportunity around us, there are also people that are becoming overwhelmed by all of it and just shutting down. Yeah. This is kind of an, a... a A boomerang uh, reaction. How would you speak to them? It's interesting because
0: I have millennia kids. My kids are are 33 to 27. As I said, I've been interviewing a lot of people in their early 20s. They've invented Mm. things, even like a um, a hygienic portable loo for the countries that still poop in the ground Mm. and haven't even got a loo seat. Um, You know, people out there making movies, awareness on the refugees. uh, problem with the children, you know, and uh, yes. the what the terrors and things they've gone through. Uh, you know, other people were just stepping up with that consciousness of wanting to change things. Mm. And the interesting thing is, is um, they're not into the makeup. You know, they dress up now and again, but it's not mm-hmm. about the makeup. It's not about the hair. Um, the selfies are generally of their cats and their friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it is. it is yeah. about getting together, having fun over a glass of wine, talking about <clears> the world. Um, you know, talking about mm-hmm. solutions, and it's it's a different dynamic. You know, I think. Um, yeah. You know, they're they're realizing. Uh, you know, everything got overcomplicated. Let's simplify it down. Mm-hmm. And they're also realizing that uh, maybe the parents screwed things up for them, and they've got to pick up mm-hmm. this mess and uh, take what they need from it and recreate themselves. So we That's are it. seeing that, and we do need to nurture that.
1: Yes. That is an extraordinary uh, unfoldment, frankly. It's yeah. extraordinary. And, and I think it, it, some it's almost when I think about that, uh, because I don't have children, but I think it's almost as if Grace stepped in and decided, okay, this generation will will sort of help steer the rudder back on course yeah. or back into center.
0: And these are going to be the people that are going to be behind what you're doing. The money will be behind for the corporations that know that these millennials are their clients. Yes. And I, they're going to see these conscious millennials saying, mm-hmm. okay, you screwed up our planet. We're taking it back and you're going to support this. And we're going to get behind this as showing the world and what it can be when we come together. And it will be your millennials that will drive the success of this
1: it's v- entirely possible and the word when we use the word conscious because i think there's a consciousness that's coming up and out uh hopefully off the heels of that will come conscientiousness yes. which is the next step because to be conscious is, as you know is to become aware mm-hmm. but then what do we do with that awareness once we're we're staring at awareness face to face will we behave uh, with integrity or will we just or will well it's a choice but i believe in the, the best eventually, choice eventually
0: eventually, i think yeah. what happens when people kind of i call it a conscious awakening
1: um, okay. you know
0: and they become a, a, a attuned to their senses and whereas mm. that they've just you know they've been living such a, a flight on flight um in um scenario which has been for the last thousands of years you know, yeah. survival at all costs. And now with this raising of vibration from the third to the fifth vibration, dimension, mm. um, what we're seeing is people are waking up, they're becoming aware of the consciousness and, and uh, they're suddenly realizing what's going on in the world. Oh my God, the horrors. Yes. And it's initially kind of go, you know, oh my God, the horrors, I'm crippled, what can I do into, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stand for this anymore. What can I do to stop this? And then yeah. it, becomes a, it becomes that, you know, revolution of making change. I'm not going to tolerate this, the amount of petitions people sign. And, and it's amazing to see it. CARE, too, uh, is excellent on this, on doing petitions, mm. um, you know, for stopping animal killing and, uh, you know, changing things and getting those signatures on there that then, you know, force the hand of change. And it's passive movement. Yeah. And that's yeah. the beauty of it. And look what happened in Paris with the bombings. You yes. know, five million people there the next day, all together you know, in all of the beautiful nationalities, uh, sexes, colors, economics, all coming together and saying this is a city of love and it will continue to be a city of love. Yes. We are capable of it. We are so capable of it. And when we realize that and we realize what it's, what we really all want and step up to say, yes, count me in. I'm going to be a part of that. There's a movement going on on this planet right now that can't be stopped. The tide has turned, the shift has been made, and what we need to do is be a part of that movement and step out and keep the rhythm going.
1: Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Let's put the human back in humanity. Here we go. (laughs)
0: The human being, uh, because the being is that divine consciousness. Being. And, you know, there's been a lot of humanoids, as I call them, yes and you know when we put the the being back into humanity that is that consciousness that is that dignity that divine um that allows us to to live through the spirit to being guided to what is right and wrong the sense of knowingness and that is when we get to that knowingness place realize we're not alone we're always divinely guided and that's when we can be better human beings
1: yes and I know, I know of what you speak, it's taken a long time, but just a, a little droplet uh, I've, I've tasted in my life now. And I can say, not just from an intellectual place, but from a visceral place, it does exist. Yeah. And it is nourishing and reassuring, and beautiful.
0: And you weren't being able to do what you're doing now, um, had you not awoken to that.
1: This is clear. In fact, off the heels of that, I'll tell you that um, Synchronistry was originally called Hands Around the World, and it was slated as a millennium event. And those pre-millennial years, I was really coming from uh, is is it—the left brain, the very logical mm-hmm. left brain? Yes, right, the logical left, with the typical sort of business corporate mentality, the drive, the push, all of that, and. I'm not saying that anything would have been any different had I not come from that, but it, it was not. It was a very different experience of essentially the same event, which now, in these last years, that it's been uh, uh, reawakened. Has a very different energetic. Yeah. It's it's yeah. So it's really now about allowing, and I I have still a very strong sense of intention, purpose, and a, a sense of business about it. But the below, below that is an energetic of allowing, being open, and and being prompted kind of by inner directive. Yes. Very very unusual. Guidable guided you, bet. you guided. know you
0: know what you want to yes. achieve but how you're going to achieve it is that partnership with the divine
1: that's allowing
0: it. that knowingness to be and then you know it's right you know it's we yes when you look at us as children that seeding of who we're meant to be and what we're meant to do here on earth was was coded in us in our DNA before we were born and in actual fact is the same coding and DNA that's in all of our lifetimes And Mm. we don't always discover it until adulthood because of the journey of life and sometimes because of the linearization of education and society's dictation. Mm. You know, Mm. you went down that path of business and everything else to learn your skills. And now that you've awoken into your soul and your spirit and your divine purpose, you can bring about that beautiful divine energy into your skills to be able to produce something that will be so more far-reaching and invitational than you would have been able to produce before.
1: I, I really believe this. Yes, this is, there's no question about it. And boy, it takes, it takes a real relationship with trust. I find, you know, I have a healthy ego and I I find myself in the middle of a day bursting out laughing just privately because I can feel the battle going on, Mm -hmm. but I I find it amusing. I, I don't take it terribly seriously, but I see this war of wanting to push on the one hand and on the other hand, just stepping back and allowing and being guided. And it is a dance.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, with this 10-year <laughs> electric motor, you know, it, believe me, it, it was, you know, why yeah. you sit? Okay, so let's make it happen. And I <laughs> couldn't understand why, you know, yes, I see it, it can do this and do that, well, so let's get to it. No. Uh, and I couldn't <laughs> right. understand it, you know, and, it, and it's, you know, I had to learn, you know, patience, grasshopper, patience, <laughs> you know. And, you know, I'm a seer, you know, and when I see something, I know that this is going to be a success of what you're doing. But I know yeah. that it's going to be um, more of a success amongst the millennials and below, uh, where it's going to be educating them to what the world is and invite them to sustain and nurture and protect this world. And they will be those protectors. They will step into it. So although it will um, inspire and, and, um, and please the older generation... Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the millennials and below that are going to be the people that will take it seriously as to we are guardians of this planet and we will step up to protect it mm-hmm.
1: and I, each I, other
0: in it. Yeah, I, I
1: see, I feel and I see in my mind's eye what you're saying. And uh, it's funny because people ask, well, why aren't you on social media? Social media being certainly the voice of the millennials and then some, but it's premature. Honestly, um, I, I respect the concept of social media so much that I don't want to introduce something before it's time social media has a voracious appetite too and we need to be able to ride the wave with a, a good amount of management so right now we hope that others will use their social media skills to talk about us and when the moment is right then we'll we'll lay out the carpet the red carpet <laughs> yeah I,
0: I have to you know admit for me that yeah you know facebook is 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 a godsend um you know not only just to promote the shows but Right. in discovery of people. And, you know, my opinion on this would be that the interaction and invitation of conversation through Facebook will bring you the people that will get behind you to make this happen.
1: Well, I'm going to keep that one. Uh, you know, I wrestle with this on and off, and perhaps that is something that we'll get involved with sooner than later. It doesn't I just, have
0: to be the promotion of what you're doing. It's the invitation mm-hmm. of people to be a part of it. And understand it's a long journey and start the conversation going. That not only brings other people into the conversation, which brings about solutions and how tos, but it also starts vibrationally sending it out around the world. Because uh, the more people are talking about it, the more the vibration ri- arises and the more it, it's going to feed it happening.
1: That's true. You see, now here I am with my own, we talked what, uh, just an hour ago about fear of change. <laughs> I'm going to eat my words and say, yes, I'm a little nervous about the idea of entering into those unknown waters, but you know what, perhaps that's the next step. And-
0: well, for oh. me, it's 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 yeah. the introduction too. You know, I love connecting people, as you know. I connected you yeah. with with Polly Higgins from uh, Ecoside, um, yes. generating a law on um, anything harmful done to the planet and inhabitants on the planet is is called Ecoside and will be a criminal offence. And she's got a lot of countries signed on and a lot of people, you know, buying into this, which is wonderful. Brilliant. Um, yeah. And that's the thing: is we find people who are in sync with <laughs> what we're doing and build connections and when you look at it every single thing you ever do it has a network base
1: Yes. and the, yes. you know
0: the sooner you start building out that thread of that network base the more invitational you invite those solutions and things to happen you this never know true. who knows who <laughs> <laughs> they used to call that six degrees of separation yeah, it was even more
1: <laughs> nowadays <laughs>
0: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> thank you for this this uh, inspirational word
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know it is it is about that it is about connecting and sharing and and, and having people you know know who you are you know it's um, i have a, a brother who's a brilliant author you know he's dedicated his life to writing i love his books and where he takes me but he is absolutely atrocious at <laughs> any of that social media and I say well I'm sorry any form of business today you have to pick a social media that you're going to interact with and participate mm-hmm. with and build it up as a network and you can choose who you want to and who you don't want to but the point is if you're not there and you're not participating in it who's going to know who you are
1: yeah yeah that's that's true I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you on the radio. On the one on Facebook, yes. (laughs) That's that's, that's wonderful.
0: (laughs) But it's also how we get the message out. I mean, this is the thing going back to how wonderful the Internet is. And you know, when you do put this out, it will be able television, but it will be seen on 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 phones and on tablets and yes. maybe eye implants at that time. Who knows? Yes. But you know, it's <laughs> like we have to yeah. embrace all those technologies that are and that are coming because those are the ones that they're going to be using to see it. So yes. you know, let's start the journey on on the invitation of it. It's a, uh, you know, I never thought as a spiritual um, counselor that you know technology would become so important to me, but. I see those beautiful connections that technology can bring.
1: Yeah, really, it is uh, connecting the links and connecting the dots. And I, I think, I, I, you, my, my mind is spinning right now. <laughs> I visions of Facebook. Uh, I, 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 think it's just the idea of of sustaining uh, that there are so many. Let's see, this is the thing, building. I guess building anything, there's a phase in which there are so many, there's an explosion of things going on uh, from the business to the creative, to the um, networking, to the, uh, there are, it's like a three ring circus. And I I never wanted to overwhelm the process. I, I wanted to do things a little bit more carefully so that the key of marketing this event in the proper way, won't be...
0: Um, You're not won't... marketing the event right now. You're marketing the seeding of the event. The seeding. All you need is one ring. Yes. Concentrate True. on the one ring. The other rings will be built by other people that will expand it out. Be the one mm. ring. Be the seed. Water that. Yes. And you know, the more we invite people to join, the more we invite people to have a voice to step up. The more people will get behind it and understand what it is you're doing.
1: Maybe we do face Brook and water it by a
0: running <laughs> <like> stream. <laughs> face Brook. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that is good.
1: But you know, I mean, you. this
0: station over four years has been built by one show at a time. And you know, if we, you know, I get people saying, "Well, you know, how many thousands listen to one show?" And I said, "All those that are meant to listen will hear." And, <laughs> I love that. And, you know, I believe in the domino effect. Somebody gets inspired and says, you've got to listen. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And our shows carry on living. And that's the whole point. Seed, water, inspire. Seed, water, inspire. And everything will gather its own growth, its own vibration. And, you know, something that's rooted so deeply in belief, in passion, in conception, in in purpose, will grow. And the more that it's rooted, the stronger it will be.
1: Mm. I dare not say anything else because I think you've you've said it (laughs) (laughs) so eloquently.
0: So we know what is coming and it absolutely is a beautiful idea and I know you need a great deal of support obviously behind it on on all everything and you know on expertise, on finance, on corporations getting behind it, people you know countries getting behind it because then you've also got to have you know, permission in each countries and things like this. There's a lot to do. So, yes. you know, how do people find you? How do they become a part of it? What's the invitation you're setting out to them?
1: Well, at this moment, uh, absolutely go to the website, www.synchronistory.com. Synchronistory, it's uh, like the word synchronicity, but you drop the city and replace it with a story. Synchronistry. <laughs> you can go to the website and first uh, become engaged with what we're all about. You can make comments on our blogs. You can email uh, at info at com. And what you can do uh, is w- really to talk about us. We are looking for uh, A-list celebrities, prominent philanthropic organizations, prominent names in the media, in the um, business, science, spirituality, sports, um, education, all of these sectors that are willing to lend their presence symbolically right now on an angels page that we're going to post online. Uh, We're going to be filming a (laughs) a living music video and would like to be able to have eventually some uh, prominent faces, names, just say the word synchronistry during this very engaging music video that we're going to shoot uh, so that it becomes a kind of pied piper uh, going around the world with different locals and well-known people from all these different countries and uh, I would say yes. Uh, financing eventually is is going to be very important, but right now it's to get some some big names, awareness, or an awareness. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, or if somebody has mind, a, plan, yeah. um, you know, yeah. there's a few people I've interviewed that you know are definitely of soul integrity and uh, in, and and behind you know the veritable I'm going to be interview introducing you to them, and uh, again it comes down to the seeding. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you know, all we can do, you know, is inspire to invite. And yeah. when people accept that invitation, then you actually discover what what the participation is. But okay. first, we have to inspire people to invite them. And uh, and you know, I I hope yes. today, you folks, that you're you were inspired to be a part of this. You know, don't just sit back and wait for it to happen. Um, and don't think your voice is is too small. If you've got an idea, if there's something you would like to see, if there's a suggestion just you know participate because yes you never know where it's going to go what it what opportunity it can spark it's that you're doing this for the people of the world so that's for right. people of the world step up
1: that's right and don't decide exactly don't decide in the privacy of your mind oh well I don't have this that I can help with or I don't know how to do that just if you feel an impetus Reach out, send an email, or go to the website. Refer someone to the website, and then email us. This, this is everything is appreciated.
0: And Uh, please understand, folks, you don't have to be the celebrity or the philanthropist. Right. You know, it, it, whatever you have to contribute, an idea, or even a celebration of what you're doing. Every single thing is a positive vibration, and all those positive vibrations build on each other. So just by saying, I love what you're doing, is already been a positive vibration that starts feeding the equation. So never, ever believe that you're not enough or got nothing to contribute. Or, you know, a a smile, a kindness, a word, everything is a part of that building block.
1: I want to say thank you, Sarah, and thank you to whoever is listening. Really, I mean that deeply. I've never had a chance to say that publicly. I'm saying that now. Thank you to Whomever is out there receiving this, and thanks to you for your beautiful energy.
0: I mean, thank you so much for, you know, we are all in this together. Yeah. And, you know, the more we can actually show people what a beautiful planet, what wonderful human beings we are, Mm. you know, and how much we are capable of when we Mm. choose, when we choose to, to embrace light and not feed the darkness. Uh, It it is, we are, and we're stepping into that that era of beautiful, divine health, wealth, love, abundance. But it's up to us. If we're not willing to participate and contribute and step up to be part of it, we'll get left behind. So the choice is ours. Step up and start discovering love of self, love of planet, Mm. love of everything we're capable of being. And we're going to start seeing a world that is... Truly, what it was always meant to be.
1: Mm. Amen to that.
0: Well, thank (laughs) you so much for being on the show, love. I have truly enjoyed this. Oh,
1: I have to. Believe me, I'm, I'm smiling big time right now behind this Skype screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and oh, there you thanks. go. Folks. It's, a, it's a smile. And, and, you know, just creating a smile actually creates positive energy. It sends out resonance of positive energy. And, you know, simple things. Stop overcomplicating life, folks. Look to the simplistic joys in life and just expand them because that mm-hmm. becomes the seeding, right? You bet. Okay. You bet. Well, thank you so much. I know I'm going to have you back on again and uh, um, and watch you closely with what's going on here. And anything I can do, believe me, I'm there to help you in any way I can. Well, thank you. Thank you. What so a wonderful much. idea, folks, to see our planet and the people on that planet in pride of their own traditions and their own habit. in looking at this world through different eyes and just seeing that we really are all the same. We want to be loved, we want to love, we want something to be proud of, we want community, we want that village. And it's within each one of us to produce, to be a part of, and we are part of the solution. So let's step up and be accounted for. And till next time, folks, remember, life is wonderful.